Good morning, everyone. Good morning to each and every one of you. I'm excited to be with all of you uh, this morning. Uh, we have a great team uh, that is on the line with me. My name is Heather Dawson, and we have uh, Elder Gail Mills, and we have Sister Myrna Whetstone. And together, along with you, I believe that we are going to be blessed during this time that we have together. First, because we all chose to wake up early this morning. You know, the Lord is awake. He neither sleeps nor does he slumber. You know, if you look at Psalms 121, and I would say to you, uh, read that psalm. Read it. It's a, it's a wonderful psalm. Well, they all are wonderful. But read that one. It says, God is an able helper. In other words, you don't have to go it alone. You don't have to go it alone. But he is there to help you. And then he is eternally awake and limitless in strength. See, God never sleeps, nor does he slumber. He is eternally alert. Verse 3 tells us, he is the God keeps you. He's not going to doze off at 10 p.m. watching a movie or scrolling through notifications on a smartphone. That sounds familiar? He has an eternal reservoir, for he faints not, nor does he grow weary. God is always awake for our sake, and he is our loving keeper. He keeps us, in verse 7, from all evil because of the continuous intercession made on our behalf by Jesus. So when you need strength, pray to the one who is able, the one that is awake, and the one that is full of love for you, his child. You might as well, because he's going to be up all night anyway. Think about that. He's up all night. As I have greeted you uh, this morning and I have shared the team members on the line, no God is pleased also that you are part of the call. Together, let us welcome, let us welcome Father God. Welcome our Lord Jesus and welcome precious Holy Spirit. We give you our love and our adoration this morning. And I also want to say welcome to all of any pastors, any guests that may be on the line this morning, and especially to our New Destiny family. Welcome to you. Welcome to all the prayer warriors, to the intercessors. It's wonderful. It is wonderful to have you. And I want to give honor to Bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning, the ones who have been set over new destiny. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I want to greet Elder Gail this morning. 
Good morning, Elder Gail. How are you doing? Good morning, my dear friend, Elder Heather. I'm doing wonderful this morning. It's so good to be on the call. Uh, I'm, as usual, excited about what I'm going to share this morning, and I have a little bit of excitement, so I'll try and slow down a little bit, but God, like you said, he never sleeps, he never slumbers, and he's ready to impart this morning. Amen. Amen. I'm excited, too. I knew that excitement was waiting for us this morning. I want to greet Myrna this morning, too. How are you, Myrna? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing well, honey. Thank you. It'll be better, though. We'll all be better when we can see one another again, when we can come together to worship our Lord, not on on a line, but physically come together. And we're trusting God that all of this is going to work out and work out soon. So God bless you, Myrna. You know, in Psalm 5, it says that at each and every sunrise, God will hear our voice as we prepare our sacrifice of prayer. And then we will wait for his fire to fall upon our hearts. So, Father, as Elder Gail comes now to share what you have given her this morning, we pray for your anointing to be upon the words she speaks. Let it fall like fire on prepared hearts that are ready. They're ready to receive, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Elder Gail, if you will. Amen. Well, my desire this morning is to, as always, be an encouragement. I think that it's a gift that God has given us to encourage one another um, into a more meaningful, deeper relationship with God, with the Holy Spirit that's been given to us, and to help you to understand how important it is to get into a position, to hear the direction Get into a position to listen to God, his leading, his guiding by the work of the Holy Spirit in our life every day. I'm going to share a few things that I do personally to listen to God. You know, I have to stop and I have to make myself. I have to be consciously aware. I have to practice the presence of God throughout the day because like everybody else, I'm crazy busy Uh, doing this and doing that, lots of distractions, lots of things to think about. But I have to train myself to be conscious and aware that I'm not alone, that I have the Holy Spirit with me, that he is with me in every conversation, every thought, every endeavor that I have. And the one thing that I wanted to impart to you this morning is that when I was preparing for this, There were so many different directions that I could go, and I always want to just do a little bit of that, a little bit of this. But I sat down and I began to read because the Lord has uh, taught me to journal and to wait on him. Sometimes I sit with a pen and a paper and a long yellow legal pad, and sometimes I type this out on my notes in my iPad, whatever it is, I don't even know what I'm going to say, but I sit down and I just say, Lord, I'm going to listen. I'm going to wait on you, and I want you, through my positioning myself, to hear your voice. 
I'm not talking about my head knowledge. I'm not talking about hearing this in my head. I'm speaking that God wants me out of my heart. He wants you out of your heart to be open to receive his instructions. There's a difference in our hearts, and it's all throughout the scriptures and our minds. But I opened my Bible on, uh, sorry, yeah, I opened my Bible on December 25th, 19, and this is the one that I chose. I just sat down and began to write this, and this is what happened. I began by saying, I, I said, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Now, you don't have to sit with a pen and write as I do. However, you must find a place to yield yourself to his presence and hear from him. I have a dear friend that often sits on her sofa and looks out at the trees and sky through her patio door. She just weeps before the Lord. I I have not done that Uh, unexpectedly, and all of a sudden she senses his presence so deeply it bypasses words. He speaks to her spirit, but she positions herself. She sat on the sofa. This is what I heard the the Lord say to me. I heard you say, Lord, Gail, my beloved daughter, read the Bible, study my word, make it the final authority on everything, faith, hope, truth, future, purpose, potential. And the Lord said, I will open up my revelation to you from my word. I will share the deep mysteries with you as you search and position yourself to hear from me. I have much for you to do in the remainder of your life. Hold true to my words and become bold in your beliefs. Do not compromise or be afraid of what man can do to you. It's time for you to take your place, to get up and to move forward in my word. Spend time with me, quality time. I will help you through every situation, every question, every circumstance, every encounter that you have in your life. My wisdom, Gail, is your provision. My daughter, I want you to know my knowledge and revelation to navigate you through your upcoming assignments that I have etched out for you since before your birth. You're ready to move forward with my protection, my instructions that I will give you daily moment by moment, and as you seek me, and as you put me first place in your life, as you acknowledge my presence, let the Holy Spirit guide you slowly into all truth. Hold fast to my words for your confidence in who you are and who I am. 2020, focus, vision, plans, purposes being revealed in this year a confidence, a fearlessness being developed in you for my plans, my purposes, finances, favor, health, wealth, mental aptitude beyond your your capability, but through my plan for you, good health, peace, confidence, patience. God is a searcher of your heart. The Holy Spirit searches your heart, knows fully our longings, yet he also understands the desires that we passionately have and God wants for us, his holy ones, in perfect harmony with God's plans and destiny. So 
be convinced that every detail of your life is being woven together and fit into a perfect plan of bringing good into into your life. Having been determined our destiny ahead of time. Now I begin to write this. He called us to himself. He transferred us. He gave us perfect righteousness to everyone he called and those who possess his perfect righteousness. He co-glorified with his son. I was reading in Romans today. And I was reading and it was still in my spirit. But what I'm saying to you is I'm just using an example that I'm not a prolific writer. I'm not a position to do that. I haven't had training in that. But you know something? I have hundreds and hundreds of pages, and I have journals for the last 30 years that I have sat before the Lord in my hard times, in the most difficult times in my life, in the times when I was so broken that I thought that I couldn't even hold my head up, through shame, through grief, through disappointment, through sorrow, I've always been able to connect with God through sitting down and writing, or I also speak aloud to him like we've done before on some of my calls where we've sat and went through the 119th Psalm and I began to just read scriptures out to him. And once again, what I'm really saying here is that it's not my way, but it's between you and God. Stop in those moments during the day. Stop and recall a scripture. Stop and begin to speak. We're hearing a lot about our heart and our our words meaning something and being able to speak it out into our lives and see the manifestation of it. These are keys that God has left us and ways that he has told us that we can have a, a better quality life with him. We want every day to count. We want every morning, just like this morning, coming on the prayer call. We're commanding our mornings, just like precious Cindy Trim has written those books. And I used to read them out loud in the mornings and walk and and talk before the Lord. I found these keys to absolutely free my spirit. I used to say what Joyce used to say was, instead of going to the phone, Gail, Go to the throne. Don't get your uh, words from the Lord from great prophecies that you think somebody has for you or somebody that knows you and they can tell you what to do. Find this intimate time, excuse me, with me and open up your heart and let me write my story. Every day is a page written in our lives. Every day there is a page. We can't go back and rewrite it. And I personally, coming up at the age where I'm at, the pages in my life are mattering more than ever. How I spend my time is mattering more than ever. But what really is mattering most to me is the quality of time that I'm willing to give God. I used to get stuck on uh, TV. I, you know, it was... I lived alone for quite a while, and I always had the TV going, and I had, you know, some kind of news broadcast, or I had a uh, something that I, ha- I was watching in that season of my life. I got caught up in that. Um, I'm beginning to learn now 
to put worship on, even more than I ever have in my life. There's a song out by a couple, uh, Cody and Jody, uh, and it's called The Blessing. And if you haven't heard it, go to YouTube and pull that song up. I began to sing that song before the Lord now, and it's a blessing out of the word for our families. It's a blessing. It absolutely calms my spirit. It gives me such great peace. I'm looking for peace. I know you are as well. This is such a troubled world. But you know, I have found, and I can honestly say I'm speaking from the truth in my heart, that this pandemic season has grown me up and moved me into a place that I have never had before. At first, I had fear. At first, this unknown was very difficult for me. How are we going to uh, navigate through this? How is this? What's going to happen with our paychecks? What's, you know, all the what ifs, turning the news on. And, you know, I started finding that whatever I fill my spirit with, I am going to meditate on. And if I meditate on the news, that's what I'm going to be living. Fear-filled, afraid, trying to find confidence and elections, trying to find, you know something, we have to turn our affections, our hearts to God like we have never turned in our life. I'm writing more now than I ever have. I'm quieter than I've ever had have ever been, meaning that my words are even changing, my conversations are changing. I'm taking a class through work on uh, first-line responding and uh, through pastoral care. It's teaching me. It's chapter after chapter after chapter after chapter, but you know what? One of the main thrusts in a lot of the the, uh, teaching that they have is learning to be a listener. I'm a talker. I never really knew how to listen. I was constantly, and those of you that know me are probably smiling and going, Bishop's always saying, slow down, slow down. You're trying to go too fast. You know, I'm not even finished trying to tell you this and tell you that. You're already asking me something else. And I've lived my life on fast speed. I've lived my life hurrying and hurrying and trying to say and trying to speak, trying to be heard, trying to control situations, control people, control what you think about me. And God, through this class, at this time in my life, is saying, I want you to be an intentional uh, listener. I want you to listen. I want you to hear what someone is saying. You'll be far more effective, and I'll get to know people much better. So... Through this wonderful church, I have become a hugger. I have become, I'm becoming a listener. I'm learning how to love. You know, these prayer calls have been amazing. And I'm going to end this with a prayer that I found very quickly. God, I want you. I want your perfect will in my life. I don't want your permissive will. I don't want to do anything without your approval and blessing. If I try to do something that's not your best for me, please let me feel the hesitation in my heart. 
a check in my spirit to keep me on the path of your plan. Help me to submit myself to you. Help me to be uh, not stubborn and not stiff-necked. Help me not to be hard-hearted. But God, I want your will to operate fully in my life every moment of every day. I've experienced the fruit of my own will to know that if I get in my way and it's not what you want, it's going to turn out all bad. I'm willing to obey you But please help everyone on this call today, Father, to clearly hear what you are saying to us. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen, and God bless you. Elder Gail, once again, dear friend, you have brought a word to us this morning of such encouragement. I love how you have opened up your journals and have shared with us. At the beginning, you said, Lord, I'm going to listen to you. I am going to position myself. In other words, you were saying, I've come before you, Lord, and I'm just going to sit. I'm going to position myself so that I can hear you. Because we let the distractions... um, Keep us from hearing what the Lord would want to say to us. And you also made reference, you know, to um, that the Lord told you that you still have much to do in this time of your life. Both you and I are in that same season, and it seems like uh, life has not just put us on the shelf, but life has caused us to be extremely active. So don't ever be discouraged, folks. It doesn't matter where you are in life. God is always there, and God will use you. That's what he desires. He has assignments for each and every one of us. We made mention that, you know, his wisdom is your provision. Yes, it is. You know, our lives are being woven together. And that song, The Blessing, is such a blessing to listen to. And, you know, you can do a test. You know, Elder Gail shared about how how on um, she had to, in a season of, uh, of life there, where she was focused on the TV and it was on all the time and it was talking to her, okay? And now... That's not the case, but you could test yourself. Spend a day where you have the TV on, whether it's the news, whatever you're watching. And then the next day, turn it all off. Put on worship music. Put on messages that you can get through YouTube. Read the word. See the difference of those two days. Anyway, again, thank you, Elder Gail, for such a great Um, opening of your heart to us. And I know that everyone received it. I know that everyone was blessed by it. At this time, I'm going to ask Myrna if she'll come and share the request for this morning. Myrna? Yes, ma'am. We have two prayer prayer requests that came in. Um, The first one is from Minister Bobby Ward. 
Sister Vivian Wilbright's husband, Jerry Wilbright, transitioned to be with the Lord on Monday afternoon, August 10th. Sister Vivian is requesting prayer for her family as well as for herself. Father God, you said in Matthew 5, 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. We lift up the whole whole bright family, Father God, to you right now in the name of Jesus. May their mourning last for only a season. And may they heal in their process. May there be no regret when the family remembers Jerry Woolbright, who now stands in your very presence. Touch Sister Vivian, Father God, as she learns to deal with the day-to-day of losing her husband. Guide her, direct her as to what she has to do and what she doesn't have to do. Holy Spirit, show up in a mighty way and be a comforter for the Woolbright family. Father, surround the Woolbright family with your perfect peace right now where they are in the name of Jesus. The second prayer request is anonymous. Praying for friends who came in contact with a loved one who didn't know that a family member has COVID. Praying that no one becomes affected with the virus and the person is already held and favor with excellent recovery in Jesus' name. Father God, this infection, this virus, this thing called COVID-19 has had its way long enough. You know exactly who wrote the prayer request And you know exactly who the people are and who the loved ones are, Father God. You know them by name. Father, we speak healing and wholeness and completeness over every single person and their family member and their household. Their respiratory system of each person will continue to function as you have created it to function. There will be no cough and they will not experience a fever. We rebuke the spirit of fear that would have its way, Father God, in their minds and in their souls right now where they are. We rebuke the spirit of terror that would come against them while they sleep and their walls are down. We speak peace. Be still now in the name of Jesus. John 16:33. these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Romans 15, 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Number 6, 24 to 26. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. John fourteen twenty seven, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We send your word forth, Father God, to the whole Wilbright family and to Anonymous and the group of people that was lifted up. And we agree with your word right now. For it will never return to you void. It could never, it just can't return to you void. 
and we wait with great expectation for a good report. In Jesus' matchless name, amen and amen. 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 Thank you, Myrna. Thank you for praying the word this morning over these requests. Um, And, you know, we just plead the blood of Jesus over both of these requests. Excuse me. You know, the blood speaks. The blood has never lost its power. Jesus paid the price. And when he said it is finished, it was finished. So we thank the Father that we're hearing these requests, we're answering, and that we will hear praise reports coming from these requests. So again, thank you for praying this morning, Myrna, and may the Lord bring quick answers for these two requests. I'm going to go back to Elder Gail at this moment and see if she has any further thoughts for us before we close the prayer call this morning. Elder Gail, any further Elder thoughts? He- Elder Heather, if possible, as far as it depends on you and I and everyone on this call to live at peace with everyone, Romans twelve eighteen. As you go through your day-to-day, seek peace. Do not let strife come into your life. It is evil. It brings every evil thing in. You cannot have both at the same time. If strife comes, choose peace. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. So let me ask each and every one of you, were you blessed this morning? Were you blessed? Did you receive? And can you believe? Can you trust? Can you trust in your God? See, our God is here for us. Believe him. Believe him for all things are possible. All things. There is nothing impossible with God. All things are possible to them that believe. See, you got to put faith with it. Got to put faith. Father, we rejoice in you this morning. We rejoice and we are grateful, Father, for your word that we heard this morning. We're grateful, Father, for the opportunity to bring prayer needs before the throne. We're grateful, Father, that you have given us breath for this day. And Father, we will seek peace. We'll seek peace. And if, like Elder Gail said, if strife tries to rise, seek peace. Love one another. Help us, Father, to be all that you have called us to be. Help the weary ones, the ones that are tired. Help the downhearted. Lift them up this morning. Be with the anxious one, Lord, who doesn't know what tomorrow holds. Help them to understand that you are the one who holds tomorrow. Be with the one 
who has suffered loss, Lord, their hearts ache because they have lost. And it may be not just a loved one, Father, or a friend. Maybe it's the loss of a job and it doesn't seem like there's one for tomorrow. But let them trust you. Let them put their faith in you this morning, Father, that you will not let go of them and that you will provide for them. For you are a good God and you are a just God and you are a fair God. Father, be to them an anchor that holds them in the midst of the storm, Father. Father, we will not allow, we will not allow this this pandemic, this situation that we are in to overtake us, but we will overtake it. We speak to it, and we say it has to cease. It has to let go, and freedom has to come, especially to the people of God. So, Father, let faith arise. Let faith arise in each and every heart this morning and let courage take hold that we will be bold. We will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we will speak at every opportunity to everyone that you cause to cross our path as the Holy Spirit guides us. So help them as they step out in faith to believe you today. And we pray these things together in Jesus' name. Kathy, open the lines this morning. Let everyone worship together and pray together and tell the Lord how much you love him and what he means to you. And be encouraged. Thank you. And we'll see you tomorrow on the prayer call again. Let us worship.